Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. There we go. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, how's the voice sounding today? Voice sounds great. That's good. All right. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. I'm going to do this follow us on Twitter thing up top. Hey. That's Marcus Parks on Twitter, and I am Ben Kissel on Twitter. Very exciting. Fred Phelps is dead. Yeah. He's, uh, he's all gone. And when Fred Phelps dies, who's there to protest his funeral? <laughs> you know, that's what's so sad. We were just discussing Fred Phelps. Of course, he got famous in 1998. Seven. 19, 1997. Yes. And this is after the Matthew Shepard situation in Texas. Wisconsin. No, Matthew Shepard was in Wisconsin, was it? Uh, I believe that it was oh, Wyoming. Okay, it was Wyoming. I knew it was one of the W's. One of the W states. And uh, by the way, congratulations, University of Wisconsin. Uh, they were in the final four. Hey. Yeah, they beat uh, some team yesterday. <laughs> so that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, but he got famous in 97, protesting the Matthew Shepard trial. This is where the- Funeral. Ca- f- yeah, a uh, funeral. Uh, this is where the God Hates Fags uh, uh, really took off. Yeah. This is where the, 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 the catchphrase caught fire. <laughs> it was sort of like, he's sort of like what The Rock was back in the day uh, when he was part of the WWF yeah. before the World Wildlife Federation went and stripped my favorite fake sport of its original and true title, the World Wrestling Federation. Now, of course, it's World Wrestling Entertainment. Ugh. And I'm not getting down with that. I'm not either. That, a federation is just so much better. Oh, federations are great. I'd love to be a part of a federation. Absolutely. Star Trek, you know, they're all part of a federation. <laughs> Yeah. When you're a part of a federation, you're really part of something big. Yeah. When you're part of entertainment, you know, you're just hanging out with Wanda Sykes. <laughs> We're part of entertainment. Yeah. I want it to be separate. I don't want to be in the same realm as wrestling. Yeah. I want it to be bigger. I want it to be the federation. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Pro wrestling deserves it. And if I, I'm going to be a part of wrestling, I want to be a part of the federation. Exactly. Well, b- making that full circle, The Rock. <laughs> Back in the WWF, smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, um, I think, hell yeah, he said, come and get a can of whoop ass. And, yeah. uh, and of course, Austin 316. Mm-hmm. Great branding. Great marketing. Just slightly worse than Fred Phelps' God Hates Facts. <laughs> but he's dead. Um, 1997. Now, he died. I believe he was in his 80s when he died. He was 84. 84 years old. So he's a real testament of just, you know, try, 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 try <laughs> until you make it. Until you really find something that catches fire. Of course, it's great that he's dead. Everyone's thrilled. Um, And I think the irony of Fred Phelps, as we were discussing before the program, he started out as a civil rights attorney. Yes. And I think uh, in a roundabout way, he has helped gay rights uh, in a larger way than he has hurt them because everyone was able to hate him. Yeah. Like there was no way that you could agree with his message. So you had to side with the gays when you're talking about Fred Phelps. <laughs> and so he's a real uniter. A lot of people think, you know, love is a great uniter. Mm. But a common enemy, a common hate, that can really bring you together. My God, hate brings people together so much better than love. Hate is the glue that holds humanity together. It is. It is. And Fred Phelps was that glue for a very long time. And now <laughs> that that glue is is uh, passed on. I want to say to hell, but I don't even... Hell is too good for him. Yeah. You know, somewhere else, some someplace else. But today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the power of messaging and uh, and things like that, especially when it comes to politics. So Marcus and I, uh, we went online and we found some of the most offensive 
political ads. These are true political ads mm-hmm. that ran in uh, states all across the country that uh, that were used to basically this is just just knocking on the old reptilian mind. <laughs> That's yeah. all that they do. They hit on the 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 simplest core of humanity, and it tends to be like Marcus just said, hate is the glue. It tends to be very hate filled things, mm-hmm. and. Um, of course, uh, you know, I mean, it helped. It was originally used. I forget what it was just. It's a relatively new phenomenon. Back in the day, of course, it really helped with the uh, with like the Daisy ad with the countdown. Yeah, the Lyndon B. Johnson ad. Um, wonderful stuff. And, you know, so once people figure it out, that it's like, oh, you just tell people that they should be terrified of the other guy because he's coming to sodomize your kids and then you get to win. <laughs> So that seems to work. Uh, everyone kind of caught on, and that's sort of been the, uh, the, uh, the, the mode that they've been in ever since. Mm-hmm. So let's just play one political ad. What are we going to start with? Do you want to start with the big one, or do we want to save that for the end? We can start with, let's start with the big one. Yeah, let's start with the big one. This is from 1988. Uh, this is, I think, I mean, you could say this is the one that kicked off, really kicked off uh, the vicious attack ads uh, that we've had in recent years. Uh, this, uh, yeah, it, it this is off. Herbert Walker Bush against Mr. Dukakis. This is Herbert Walker Bush against uh, Michael Dukakis, yep. 1988 election. And by the way, uh, what really, this ad, this ad really derailed him as well, but it played into a larger narrative that... Dukakis himself didn't help that much when he got into that tank with the with the helmet on. Goofy looking picture, very goofy. Yeah, just Google David Duke or uh, Michael Dukakis. I was thinking David, David Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different people. Yeah, totally different people. Yeah. Michael Dukakis tank, and you'll see the goofiest uh, political photo op. If you're if you were voting for like funniest uncle, he wins. <laughs> I mean, he's he is hilarious in this picture. He really is. He looks like Mister Rogers. He does. He does. Which is not necessarily going to make for a great president. Although Mr. Rogers would have been an amazing American president, he would have been the best. Yeah, I would have. I could watch that guy tie his shoes for years. <laughs> there just needs to be montage footage of, his, of him tying his shoes, yeah, and with the slip-ons. I just never, I never understood the double shoe. When, you walk into your house with a pair of shoes, but then you take them off and you put on a different pair of shoes. Yeah, some people wear shoes in their house all the time. House shoes. Yeah, this is a whole new thing. I can't be dealing with all that. I don't like house shoes. And maybe an UGG. Maybe I'll put on an UGG boot or something like that. But I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So this is an ad that, uh, that the Bush administer, uh, the Bush campaign ran against Dukakis. Bush and Dukakis on crime. Bush supports the death penalty for first-degree murderers. Dukakis not only opposes the death penalty, he allowed first-degree murderers to have weekend passes from prison. One was Willie Horton, who murdered a boy Ooh. in a robbery, stabbing him 19 times. Despite a life sentence, Horton received 10 weekend passes from prison. Horton fled, kidnapped a young couple, stabbing the man and repeatedly raping his girlfriend. Weekend prison passes. Dukakis on crime. Welcome back to Star Search, everybody, <laughs> where we're crowning the newest talent in America. How did this is just an ad that's played? Yeah. You're just watching TV. You're with your kid, you know, and uh, all of a sudden you're just having a night. Let's say TV dinners were around in '88. I believe they were really taken off. Yeah, they were. And then along with the TV dinner, a great, uh, the the greatest invention of all, the uh, the foldable uh, dinner table, the TV tray, the TV tray. Yeah. I mean, this is a really this is this is the sign of the decline of America. As soon as the TV dinner or the TV tray came out, uh, that really ruined the American family. It wasn't gays, like Fred Phelps <laughs> says. It was the TV dinner or the TV tray. Yeah. So you're just sitting there with your kid. Next thing you know, maybe you're watching some sort of NBA basketball game. Next thing you know, an ad that has the words raping, killing, murdering. I mean, this is like way intense stuff. When he starts, when the announcer starts talking about Willie Horton escaping uh, after getting the weekend pass, it yeah. shows on the screen the words. It shows kidnapped. 
stabbed, mm-hmm. raped. And he didn't actually go by the name Willie. Uh, I believe he went by William. And uh, and so Willie was really, you know, there's a lot of uh, racial undertones with the ad. And that's for certain. And if W. Bush, I mean, of course he was pro-death penalty. Yeah. We can say that about the Bushes. Yeah, they love it. They're a very pro-death penalty family. There's no doubt about that. So that was a very, very effective campaign ad that just got everybody completely terrified that uh, Dukakis wasn't going to be able to take care of them. And as soon as you elect them, going back to what we were talking about previously, black people are just going to come and sodomize your kids. <laughs> like That's pretty much the message of the entire situation uh, that they were playing. Very, very effective campaign ad. Uh, yeah, and, you know, of course, uh, these uh, do... Uh Continue on uh, to this day. Mm-hmm. This is an ad from Right Turn USA. Right Turn USA. Yep, Right t- Turn USA. Uh, this, you know what? I'm just going to play it. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a super pack funded solely by bar nuts. <laughs> like, there's just one dude who just goes to bars and, like, I got a bunch of nuts. You want to buy them? <laughs> and then you can sell them to your customers. And see, this is money making money yeah. with nuts. So think about that. Turn right, you one of the weaker packs around. Not a super pack whatsoever. No, it's not. In an insane effort to reduce gang violence, Janice Hahn hired hardcore gang members with taxpayer money to be gang intervention specialists. She even helped them get out of jail so they could rape and kill again. (laughs) You see the theme here. And there's yeah. a stripper. There's yeah. a white stripper on screen right now. You'll notice a common theme with the uh, with the stereotypical views of black people in most Republican conservative ads. Oh yeah, and uh, these are two black guys, and they've got AK-47s, mm-hmm. and there there's a bit of buffoonery going on right now. Yes, and. Uh, it's unfortunate. I don't know if these guys knew the actual context of what they were doing. I don't think they did. I think they yeah. just answered an ad and no one actually told them what the ad was for. Right. This is going to make your people look terrible. Would you do it for 150 bucks? <laughs> it does take a different kind of person to be able to speak the language. Cause we back in again. Congress has enough gangsters. Janice Hahn, bad for L.A., bad for America. Let's keep her out of Congress, homies. Donate now. I've never heard the word homies sound more like the (laughs) N-word. Like that, let's keep keep her out, homies. Oh, man, that ad is so unnerving. It's so ridiculous and so over the top, completely offensive. And this actually runs. And people, there are individuals... You know, older individuals that would just completely agree with this ad yeah. and really excuse their feelings about this woman who it's a very good idea to have gang members, former gang members who are now reformed. It sounds like it's a wonderful idea. It's proven to work. Yeah, because then, you know, when she, they have a they have a clip of her saying, well, you need people that speak the language. It Yes. Yeah, it's very true. Because Did you hear that woman talk? You really need people that speak. What is Janice Hahn going to yeah, go she, out? I mean, this isn't a movie. Son, it's, this isn't the blind side. Sandra Bullock's <laughs> not going to go and just she's not going to go rescue a bunch of kids. No. You know, so, uh, yeah, it seems like a totally reasonable thing to have ex-gang members go to current gang members and be like, it's really great not to be a gang member. And not only that, but they also showed pictures uh, the entire time that were just kind of flashing on the screen. They showed a picture of Al Capone. They showed one of Charles Manson. They showed a picture of Che Guevara. I have no idea. (laughs) They showed a Cuban flag. 
And the Cuban, yeah, now she I didn't even mention the fact that she's a communist sympathizer. No, I mean, they didn't mention it. They didn't have to mention it. That's right. The Cuban flag is enough. So what actually, what happened with Ms. Hahn? Did she get uh, she elected? She won 55-45. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, that's a pretty big margin. I guess, yes, indeed. Yeah, that's a Los Angeles, you know. Not known for their racial sensitivity, I suppose. Not really. As a matter of fact, we just did a live uh, last podcast on the Left Live show. And... Um, Man, that O.J. We we spent a lot of time on O.J. Simpson. Yeah, we spent more and, time on O.J. than I think any. We devoted more time to him than we have any other single subject in that last podcast live show. It's just phenomenal, and uh, you know, really, we were discussing how it was more of an indictment on the LAPD than it was on O.J. That's the way the Kardashian uh, lawyer and uh, and uh, Cochran switched it, right? Because mm-hmm. the LAPD was so racist. They beat Rodney King before this, right? Yeah, this was ninety two that they beat Rodney King in ninety four with O.J. Um, so yeah, L.A. is a very race, uh, very uh, you know. It is a powder keg of, uh, of, of racial tension looking to go off at any moment. Of but course. Didn't you see Crash? Can we play, can we play Juiced? <laughs> we, we aired this video, and I want to play this on every podcast that we do. In 2006, Mr. O.J. Simpson, this is a bit off topic, but uh, it's just too phenomenal, and we have to, we have to play it. Um, speaking of negative stereotypes of, uh, of uh, people in the black community, this is really, this is really phenomenal. So, 06, he is... You know, officially not a murderer. Officially, as in but, the eyes of the law. Yeah, he hasn't been getting a lot of work lately. And uh, but so, but then somebody came calling, and they said, "OJ, we got an idea for you. Do you want to be the next Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> we got a punk show for you, and it's a little show called Juiced." Get prepared to witness the most highly anticipated video of the year. Get, Get juiced. juiced. You won't believe your eyes as you witness O.J. Simpson performing hilarious hidden camera jokes, outrageous pranks, and shocking stunts on unsuspecting people all across America. Oh my. And you'll witness all the non-stop, uncensored madness caught on tape for the first time ever in this incredible video. Where's the Bronco? This insane footage is He's so trying to sell a white Bronco. We can't even show it to you on this commercial. Get juiced for only $19.95. But that's not all. Everything juiced. Call now during this special TV offer. You'll also get the amazing unauthorized bonus footage absolutely free. Featuring the ultra sexy, completely out of control, juiced rap video. You won't believe your eyes. Order now. Juiced. Brought to you by the Republic National Republic. <laughs> Brought to you by the RNC. I mean, that is a great... A, that is a great slam ad yeah. against O.J. Simpson, mm. and it's really on par with with the uh, with the uh, messages we've heard so far from these political campaigns. Yeah, let's play another one. All right, let's uh, move. Let's still stay in the realm of racism. Yeah, um, but let's move over to racism against uh, immigrants. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, this uh, next ad. This, this is, is all from- anti-Canadian, right? Yeah. All the Canadians oh. come and trying to take our film jobs. Yeah. <laughs> this is from the Sharon Angle election. Oh, my God. What a psychopath. Yeah, give us a, a little bit of a refresher Sharon Angle Sharon ran Angle. against uh, Harry Reid in, uh, in Las Vegas there in Nevada. And uh, she and Harry Reid, I mean, he was on the hot seat. He was about to, people hated him. Yeah. And an extremely vulnerable candidate. Uh, the Republican Party went so far to the right. In the primary, they ended up electing the Sharon Angle woman, who is a just completely batty, absolutely insane. Said some, had some just phenomenal gaffes. Yeah, she said uh, in 2010, people ask me, "What are you doing to develop jobs in your state?" Well, that's not my job as a U.S. senator. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
I mean, that's the thing. These people, that's the, I, I love uh, a good li- libertarian philosophy. I enjoy it. I fancy myself libertarian in certain ways. But then it becomes so insane where it's like you can't run for a government office with the idea of like government shouldn't do anything. Yeah. Why are you there? To, I mean, like doing nothing isn't a thing, you know? Yeah. It is like the ex- uh, it's the opposite of a thing of doing something is not doing something. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so. she said uh, Republicans say you're too conservative. Was Thomas Jefferson too conservative? I'm tired of some people calling me wacky. You know what? I just don't want I wouldn't like Thomas Jefferson today. You know, the world has changed just a touch. It's- Can you imagine if Thomas Jefferson <laughs> ran for political office today? Slavery was still a thing. And he was like, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, this is the woman that also said uh, when asked about uh, abortion in cases of uh, rape and incest, uh, she said, this I think the two wrongs don't make a right. Right. Yeah. No, they make a kid. Apparently. Yeah, that is. Yeah, she said, and I've been in the situation of counseling young girls, uh, not 13, but 15, who have had very at risk, difficult pregnancies. And my counsel was to look for some alternatives, which they did. And they found that they had made what was really a lemon situation into <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> A lemon situation. No, that's not that's not the analogy to be used in a case of a fifteen year old person who may or may not have been raped by their uncle in an incestuous uh, relationship. Lemon. I mean, that's like you got fired from a job, but now you can go and you can work for yourself. Yeah, no. <laughs> now you can have that lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, you can have that internet startup you always wanted. So it's going to be okay. Oh, did your car break down? Well, you're going to lose some weight by getting a bike. That's <laughs> Make some lemonade out of that lemon. That is amazing. That is such an asinine, uh, it's such a juvenile saying for such a serious issue. Yeah. All right. Let's play Let's play your ad against Harry Reid. I'm Sharon Angle, and I approve this message. Waves of illegal aliens streaming across our border, joining violent gangs, forcing families to live in fear. And what's Harry Reid doing about it? Voting to give illegal aliens social security benefits, tax Mm. breaks, and college tuition. Voting against declaring English our national language twice. And even siding with Obama and the (gasps) president of Mexico to block Arizona's tough new immigration law. Harry Reid, it's clear whose side he's on, and it's not yours. It's not even clear whose side he's on. That's the thing. <laughs> no idea whose side. The uh, immigrants? Right. Illegal immigrants? And all the pictures they showed of illegal immigrants were very tough-looking Mexican dudes. Very tough-looking. I mean, it, it, but it's just, you know, maybe I think New York does change your perspective on a lot of these situations. It, it really does. Especially when, you know, I worked in the bar business as a bouncer for a little while. And, of course, Ed, uh, Ed Larson from the Round Table, you know, he worked in the restaurant some of the hardest working individuals uh, you can ever imagine. I mean, you know, they're people too. So, like a lot of them are schmucks. Yeah, as I've, a lot of a lot of people are schmucks. But the way that they portray them, it, they portray them like if you've ever seen the movie Machete, they portray them like every or the movie Tombstone, like Tombstone, every every negative stereotype about uh, Hispanic people coming over here are just jam-packed. Oh, it's, I mean, they might as well just go like, hello, senor, I'm here for your women. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, uh, it's really, it's, 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 it's like a horror movie. Yeah. It's the exact same, they, they trump up fear the exact same way. Like, I'm scared of isolation, cabins, and woods. Solely because of every horror movie I've ever seen. Of course. I don't want to go to a cabin in the woods anymore. Because I just don't trust the fact that the ground isn't full of the undead. (laughs) You know, that's now stuck in my brain. Yeah. 
And people watch this ad and uh, they just get so terrified. By the way, I believe in the uh, in the ad, uh, Harry Reid. Uh, is this the one where they, they drive around in the limo? No, oh, there was another ad. That was another. There was ad. another ad that we watched um, that had no words, which d- that doesn't play well for podcasts. Does not. We need words. They're key. <laughs> I heard they're good. So important. But it was just an ad of uh, very similar sentiment. But all the uh, all the uh, illegal aliens got picked up in a limousine. Mm-hmm. Like a re- it was a real, uh, you know, they're a, all well, a real they're- red carpet. Because, you know, that's what happens when you come over here. Yeah. You just get picked up and you're just escorted to the finest potato fields in Iowa. <laughs> and they gave him bags of cash and there were a bunch of border agents leaning against a car yeah. just shaking their heads. You know, they don't discuss the reality of the border agents actually just having a good target practice because they're bored on Tuesday, yeah. which is fairly regular. You just got to snipe some people over a border. Why not do that? Why not? It's well, uh, it's really fun. Well, let's move from illegal immigrants over to Muslims. Oh, okay. They don't like Muslims either. Hate People the are, Muslims. Hate the Muslims. Yeah, this is uh, around the time of the Ground Zero Mosque, as it came to be. Oh, known. this was insane. And by the way, in New York. It wasn't, it was like debated, but for the most part, people were like, I don't know. There's a bunch of buildings in New York. Yeah. What's one more and who cares where it is? And if it's full of Muslims, I I mean, you know, it's, it sounds, it's going to sound racist what I'm about to say. And it's going to be like, but it is just true. It's just, there's a large Muslim community that own a lot of delis and things like that. Like if you want like, and the enclaves of like Muslim folks in New York, they're just all over the place. Yeah. And it just doesn't matter whatsoever. If anything, the mosque, which... Was, oh, it was it was uh, also going to be a gym. Yeah. It was like just a bunch of things. And it wasn't even close to uh, to Ground Zero. It was like four blocks away. Yeah. It was this whole thing. But yeah, the Republicans got, or conservatives, not even Republicans. I, I want to separate Republicans from this because I feel bad for the rational ones. Yeah, me too. They're just totally screwed because of lunatics like this. Uh, well, this ad, this is not a New York ad because like, uh, like you said, uh, us... Up here, we didn't care about it. The New York Post cared about it a lot, but your it's average... It's good for the... New York Post... I mean, speaking of race baiting, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, good. Oh, they're great at yeah, it. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah. Uh, but this ad was from a South Carolina congressional election. Okay. Because South Carolina sh- should be very concerned about this. Very much so. Yeah. After the Muslims conquered Jerusalem and Cordoba <laughs> and Constantinople, <laughs> they built Victory Mosque. Oh, my. And now they want to build a mosque by ground zero. Where does Bob Etheridge stand? He won't say. Won't Uh-oh. speak out. Won't oh. take a stand. The terrorists haven't won. And we should tell them in plain English, no, <laughs> there will never be a mosque at Ground Zero. That's brilliant. I'm Renee Elmers, mm-hmm. and I approve this ad. And his last name is Etheridge. Who else is named Etheridge? Melissa Etheridge. Lesbian. <laughs> so think about that. Tell My them, name is Elmers. What do you think of with Elmers? Glue. glue. And what is glue? It is the hate that keeps America together. <laughs> I am the hate that unites. Vote Elmers. <laughs> Tell him in plain English uh, not to build the mosque. That's probably uh, going to lack some communication there. They're just like, what did you say? I don't understand what you're saying because yeah. you're speaking in real plain English. And they don't build victory mosques. I think when you when you take over a place, don't you just kind of like set up your civilization there? I think it's is what it you technically do. a victory mosque. I think it's just a mosque. I think yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh yeah, we we own this place now. We're going to build that uh, a temple so we can celebrate our religion in it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. pretty standard. It's very standard, and it also implies that they conquered New York City, and they did not. No, they did not. Definitely not. Not even close. 
I wonder how many churches we've uh, propped up over there in Iraq and Afghanistan. Probably I, a couple. I'd say a few. I think we have a couple of victory churches all around the world, as a matter of fact. Well, let's bring it all back around to the yeah. beginning, and let's get to the gay marriage ads. Oh, yeah, please. We've got a couple of these. Uh, we're going to start with uh, one that uses children. Okay, yeah, this one is just absolutely upsetting. By the way, I, I, the use of children in pretty much any capacity, kind of gets under my skin. I was yeah. just watching the NCAA. Uh, Michigan State was playing um, UConn today. And uh, there was one gal. This is uh, this was uh, the Elite Eight. Obviously, this will be coming out a little bit later. Um, but there was a girl uh, rooting for Michigan State who had cancer. And the whole program, the entire uh, you know game, they were like, and there's little Rachel. She's suffering <laughs> from cancer, and she's rooting for Michigan State. But, of course, Michigan State lost, <laughs> which is so sad because the whole time. They keep on showing this girl with cancer. Be like, let's go, guys. And then they show, and then they lose, and then they show her, and she's just crushed. I mean, anytime you use kids for any sort of situation, any sort of propaganda, any sort of like sympathy thing, it is, uh, it's just a little controversial. I mean, this poor girl. Yeah. We all know she has cancer now, and then her team just lost. <laughs> It was really a bummer. Yeah, that's a big bummer yeah, for everyone. Super sad, double sad. Yeah, even if you're going for the team that beat Michigan State, it's still a bummer. Yeah, because you know that the victory that you're enjoying right now is causing misery for a little girl with cancer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you're if you if you're, if you're a UConn, you didn't win a game. You killed a girl. <laughs> it's so bad. I hate when people use children. It's my biggest pet peeve about political ads as well. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, let's hear yeah. how this one, this anti-gay uh, marriage ad used children. Grandma, my teacher says Ugh. if Grandpa was a girl, it's okay. You can still be married. If we change the definition Ugh. of marriage. God created him and Eve. That was so old-fashioned. Our kids will be taught a new way of thinking. He should have created Anna and Eve. If my dad married a man, who would be my mom? I'm confused. <laughs> They'll tell you who's the mom and who's the dad. I tell you, I'll probably. I think you're just going to have two dads. And yeah. Ask him to protect marriage by not supporting House Bill 436. So yeah, basically, you just want to teach kids that God created the world and Adam and Eve, and uh, and that's going to lead to a great education. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> They're really gonna. Do well. There's been a large, uh, a large backlash as well with that uh, Degrassi show, The Cosmos. Mm-hmm. It, it, what's his name? Uh, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's Degrassi great. is the uh, that's the Canadian soap opera. Oh, okay. Degrassi High. Degrassi. I didn't know that. Yeah, where Drake got his start. Oh, isn't that something? He was a wheelchair boy, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, Drake. For those that don't know, yeah, Google that. Drake used to be he was a child actor mm-hmm. and a, a fairly good one. Yeah, I watched some YouTube clips. Not bad. You know what I do? <laughs> you know I'm on that YouTube. But yeah, I mean, using, I mean, the, the the ads, the ads, just phenomenal. Yeah, it's just perfect. I'm talking, talking to grandma. Just, I mean, and, you know, the thing is, there are just a lot of answers for these very simple childish very, questions very but adults simple. they're they're just too like oh i don't want to talk about all that that's crazy child let's not discuss it it's like how would how would i have what would my what would i call my mommy i don't know you call call her tom <laughs> i don't know i mean it'll be just yeah. fine you'll figure it out do i, I call them both dad or something? i don't know call one dad call one father call one daddy have fun with it yeah <laughs> you know call them fucking i don't know juice box juice box is a great name for a dad yeah you know, I don't care. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. You'll figure it out. It's pretty simple. 
It's perfect. All right, let's it. let's play the other. Uh, yeah, let's play one more. This is. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people saw this. This you know, is called the Gathering Storm. This is the the only true sad thing about this is obviously because I think the gay rights we're doing we're doing well. You know, uh, yeah. you know, more and more states are, are are allowing gay marriage, but unfortunately, over in places like Uganda, where really uh, you know evangelicals, where these messages are taken very seriously, mm-hmm. and evangelical leaders. The focus on the family types, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dobson and uh, and uh, and uh, Seven Hundred Club. Uh, what's his name? Seven Hundred uh, Club. That would pass. Yeah, Pat Robertson. Yeah, Pat Robertson. Uh, you know, they spent millions and millions of dollars over in these other uh, countries on their political campaigns, and now, of course, people are getting murdered for being gay over in Uganda and things like that. So. On a serious note, these can be powerful. Thankfully, uh, thankfully in America, we're not quite as ignorant. No, no. And we can just sort of laugh off the insanity that these people project on the screen. Yeah, this is, uh, but this is an ad from the National Organization for Marriage. Oh, okay. There's a storm gathering. Uh-oh. The clouds are dark <laughs> and the winds are strong. And I am afraid. Some who advocate for same-sex marriage have taken the issue far beyond same-sex couples. They want to bring the issue into my life. My freedom will be taken away. I'm a California doctor who must choose between my faith and my job. I'm part of a New Jersey church group punished by the government because we can't support same-sex marriage. I'm a Massachusetts parent helplessly watching public schools teach my son that gay marriage is okay. But some who advocate for same-sex marriage have not been content with same-sex couples living as they wish. Those advocates want to change the way I live. I will have no choice. The storm is coming. But we have hope. A rainbow coalition of people of every creed and color are coming together in love to protect marriage. Visit nationformarriage.org. Join us. Okay, so let's just... National Organization for Marriage, which is responsible for the content of this ad. I feel like the perfect... like You know that these people are disconnected from the gay community. Oh, yeah. Because they call it the Rainbow Rainbow Coalition. Coalition. Yes. They're trying to take the symbol back? Is that what it is? Is that what's happening? The rainbow? You could have a gayer coalition. How many? How many gay people accidentally donated to this cause? That's what I want. The irony is the probably rainbow funded. Coalition, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, rainbow yeah. coalition. I would donate to it. I would definitely think it was a pro-gay uh, coalition. How uh, many accidental funds did lot. this organization get? A fair amount. I imagine. Again, I mean, we all know this. This is such you know standard arguments, but this does not affect their lives whatsoever. It's just people be like, I can't like they stay up at night, and like, <laughs> the idea of like you know a dude like Bobby having sex with like you know Larry over there in the, in the house next door, they just can't deal with it. Yeah, it just makes them. I, I mean, I I guess I get that you know it's kind of icky, or that people think if that it's kind of like icky. It. Like I I I guess I get that, but. I mean, the whole thing is icky. Yeah. You know, if you really want to get into what sex is, God, it's a sex is kind of icky. It's a it's a vile, disgusting thing. Yeah, and if people are already uncomfortable with heterosexual yeah. sex, then right. homosexual sex is sex is just going to really freak them out. Yeah, really get them going crazy. Yeah. And they just don't. I don't know, and they don't explain at all, like what, like now they're bringing me into it. I don't know how they're bringing them into it. I don't know how they are either. I mean, and maybe they're they like, were maybe I'm a, a doc- I'm a doctor that. Uh, 
had to change, had to choose between my job and my faith. It's like I don't. Know, I think he just freaked out and just called it like a gay, like a gay secretary, like a terrible word. And they're like, <laughs> you can't call her that because that's like really homophobic. And then she's like, why not? Why <laughs> can't I say that? It's my faith. You're affecting my life. And it's like, no, you just had a very homophobic thing to Terry, the new secretary that used to be a man, but then now it's a woman. So we call her a she. No. <laughs> what? How does that work? And then you get fired from your job because you're an ignorant dumbass. Yeah. That's great. So those are just some fun political ads that are yeah. uh, divisive and terrible. And uh, But that's politics, you know? Yeah. And I think it's fun to uh, to recognize when, when it's being done. So when you see it on the screen, you don't freak out and immediately go vote uh, for the person who is telling you the other person is going to come and sodomize your kids. Yeah. That's pretty much what it's all about. That's what... No issues, by the way. <laughs> no, no political ad ever talks about issues. No. It's not possible. It's all just... Just a bunch of fear. But I'll tell you one thing. If I ran a political campaign, do you like beef jerky? Love it. Ben Kissel does too. <laughs> Vote for Kissel. 2000 and whenever I'll be able to run for election. <laughs> All right, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, yeah, Marcus Parks on Twitter and I am Ben Kissel on Twitter. And uh, yeah, comment on what well, I guess we got. I guess we just use the Cave Comedy Radio site for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking about maybe uh, setting up a whole forum for all the Cave Comedy Radio shows. We have separate forums for each show, but you know, well, that's in the works right now. Oh, cool. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, we have uh, this Thursday, we have Dog Shit. It's a show that Ed and I host together at Legion Bar and it's at 9 p.m. at, uh, at Legion Bar and that's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So if mm-hmm. you're around the area, come on out. Uh, it's always a good time. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.